everyone. Welcome to episode 29 of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Getting up there in the episode numbers. I want to take a quick moment before this show to thank you guys for listening to the show and thank you for subscribing. We broke previous record on downloads for this last episode for the actionable advice for entrepreneurs. Broke the download record for that. Triple digits for that episode for downloads. So thank you everyone who listened to the show and who supported the show through that episode. Thank you for leaving reviews on iTunes and thank you for sharing it with your friends and family. I play that outro every time where it says share the podcast with your friends and family and you know that's a call to action and I appreciate everyone who's followed that call to action and shared the podcast, talked about it. Maybe they told me what they think about it. I definitely appreciate that. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Today is a workout Wednesday where I'm talking about cardio. I'm talking about if it is really worth your time, if it's worth your while, if it's something you need to do for your fitness goals. Right now, a lot of people are anti-cardio, but there's some people who only do cardio. Are these two extremes? and that need to be met somewhere in the middle, or does each one have its place? You'll find out in today's episode of Fitness, Food, and Freedom, episode number 29, Does Cardio Suck? Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. Hello, everyone. It's Jordan Stoltz. I'm back with a Workout Wednesday. Workout Wednesday. Obviously, one of my favorite days of the week to podcast about because I'm a fitness guy, right? I've been in the gym for a long time. I've been a strength and conditioning coach and currently just got hired as a strength and conditioning coach at the University of Nebraska. So I am excited to share some fitness workout knowledge with you guys, hopefully kind of clear things up on your journey towards a happier, healthier life. I know that the fitness thing can kind of be overwhelming, it can be hard, and it can be confusing. So that's the whole purpose of this podcast is to clear that up, to clear up the mess that is fitness advice today, to free you from all of that and make your journey as painless as possible and something you actually enjoy, make it stress-free, and something that will definitely improve your life instead of hurt your quality of life. Today I'm talking about cardio. This is a hot subject right now. Does cardio suck? Is cardio a good thing? Uh, Does it burn away all your muscle? Does it help you lose fat? There's lots of questions surrounding cardio. Back in the day, you know, everyone did cardio. Everyone would run. I mean, even, you know, shoot Rocky movies. He's running up hills, you know. He's running, doing some cardio, jump roping, boxing. Cardio has been used a lot as a fat loss tool, and it's been marketed as such. Is it all the hype or does it suck? There's a lot of information going around now that says, you know, do not do cardio. Cardi no is what the memes will say. You know, say cardio is just going to burn your muscle. It's not effective at burning fat. That might be extreme too, right? I'm going to try to balance it in the middle today and tell you about when you should do cardio and how you should do cardio for fat loss success and just for health in general. Cardio is not just for 
those trying to lose fat. It's for everybody. It has health benefits, but you can go overboard, and I'm going to get into that in today's episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you'd like to ask a fitness question, go to triplefpodcast.com and leave a comment on this episode. So you'll see the episode right on the front page. It'll say, you know, Workout Wednesday, does cardio suck? Episode 29 or something like that. Go to that post, leave a comment. Any question will be sent to my email. So any question goes. Nothing to be ashamed about. You can have it anonymous if you want. You can not make it anonymous. And either way, I can answer the question on the show, make a whole episode about it if there's enough information around that question. I've already got a few questions, which I appreciate you guys who have left questions and comments. And I'll get into those questions Um Next week or the week after is when I'll start diving into some of those questions once I'm through some of my outlines that I've made ahead of time for this podcast. Let's get down to it. Does cardio suck? So cardio, I wanted to start really by explaining the importance of cardio. So I explained cardio is not just for those trying to get abs or trying to get lean or toned or anything like that. Cardio has health benefits, right? It is... If you extend the word, cardio equals cardiovascular, right? Cardiorespiratory. These things mean heart health. It means lung health. It means capacity in your lungs. And it means, you know, just overall heart health in general, lowering your resting heart rate, improving your VO2 max, scientific things like that. Overall, you're improving your long-term health for your heart. That's important, right? Heart, very important. Organ, very important. Muscle in your body. And you definitely want to keep it healthy. So you don't want to, you know, have a heart attack young. You don't want to have heart problems, arrhythmias, things like that. Studies show, and there's lots of evidence backing this, I don't need to convince you that any kind of steady state cardiovascular activity is going to improve your heart health, which will thus reduce your likelihood of all-cause mortality, basically. So any way you're going to die, doing some cardio is going to reduce that risk. It's going to improve all the markers, such as you know blood pressure, heart rate, uh, things like that. Now, there is ways to get cardio other than just jogging. So when I talk about cardiovascular activity, realize it's for more than just fat loss. Think of it as a health tool that's step number one. Step number two, think of cardiovascular activity as more than just jogging, right? It's not just jogging, jump roping, swimming. It's not just those things. Cardio can come from playing sports. Cardio can come from walking into the store. Cardio can come from weights. So what a, you know, aerobic exercise really is, is that you're, it's, it's with oxygen, right? That's what that's what aerobic means. With oxygen, anaerobic means without oxygen. Both of these are types of exercise, and weights can do both. So if you're lifting weights in the high rep, short rest period kind of range, that's going to be aerobic exercise. And anaerobic would be more powerful activities, lower reps, longer rest, short bouts of exercise. That's anaerobic. And weights can do that. So don't just limit cardio in your mind to jogging or running on the treadmill. Cardio can be all kinds of things. If you're exercising your body, you're getting that heart rate up, right? That's how you know if you're doing cardio, your heart's beating out of your chest. And I mean, a good way to get in cardio when I, you know, when you talk about heart health and just improving overall health is low intensity, low intensity cardio throughout the day. Okay. And 
I'll kind of get into this later, but think of this as just like residual exercise. I don't count this as exercise hours through your day, but you're just trying to be more active in general. Play a sport, get a hobby, park farther away from the store, take the stairs instead of the elevator. Things like that will add up throughout your day by just moving more. So you're playing a lot, you're moving a lot, you're getting exercise through the day, and that's going to improve your health overall. It's going to improve your heart health, which I mean, it's super important for your longevity and quality of life. There are good things about cardio. So when, again, when I say cardio, that could be running on the treadmill, that could just be high reps, lower uh, rest period on your weights. There's good things about cardio. You do lose fat. That's proven is that you're going to lose body weight that could come from fat, that could come from water, glycogen, anything like that, but you're going to lose some weight doing cardio if you do it regularly. It's meditative, right? People will talk about the runner's high where you're just going for a run, you get in that zone, everything else kind of falls off your shoulders, you're focused in on that run. It's just like focusing on your breathing. People who talk about meditation will talk about just sitting there focusing on your breathing. Running can do the same thing. You're focusing on your steps, you're focusing on your breathing pattern and just going through the run. That is good for you mentally, good de-stressor. And then, as I mentioned, heart health. You're improving your heart health. You're lowering your resting heart rate. You're decreasing the likelihood of death. I mean, that's super important. And that's definitely a good thing about cardio. Definitely a reason to consider doing it. And if you're someone who is totally against cardio, I encourage you to rethink because of the health benefits and the psychological mental benefits of cardio, not just the fat loss. Yes, you can lose fat just with diet. Think of cardio more as a tool in your toolbox to improve your mental health, to improve your internal health. Now let's get to the bad things. There are bad things about cardio, which have started to arise more in studies, and they've really started to I guess gain popularity with the bodybuilding community because a lot of people don't like doing cardio, right? So these things are kind of harped upon, but they are evident. These things are facts that cardio has some bad effects if you overuse it. If you overuse cardio, you can burn your muscle, right? You're going to lose some muscle because of just the prolonged stress in your body and the, uh, catabolic state that it puts you in instead of anabolic state. You can cause repetition injuries. So if you're, you know, jogging for an hour, that's a lot of steps on your knees. You're pounding away at your joints. If you have bad mobility in some areas or an imbalance, you're going to make that way worse by doing a repetitive exercise. Think about if you were terrible at doing bench presses and your elbows flared out and your form was terrible. It was kind of hard on your shoulders. Think about doing 5,000 reps of that a day. That's like what it would be if you went for a jog with poor mobility or imbalances in your feet, ankles, knees, hips, anything like that. It's all going to make it worse. So it's going to amplify those repetition injuries. And then another thing is it's time consuming, right? I'm all about quick workouts. I'm all about making the most out of your time having fitness not be too big of a burden. If you feel like you have to go for a long run or you have to get in a certain amount of exercise a day, as far as cardio is concerned, that's time consuming, which can be frustrating and you can give up that much easier. If you're you know, exercising for an hour a day 
as far as just cardio is concerned, it's hard to fit in weights, it's hard to fit in other hobbies, fitness outside the gym, it can really eat up your time. That's why I encourage you to think of cardio as more than just going for a run. Cardio can be playing, it can be residual through your day, just so you can save that time. Now, notice that I did say overuse of cardio, right? So this is people that do cardio like hamsters on a wheel. They're constantly doing their cardio, running. That's when these bad effects start to happen. You start to get injuries, you start to burn your muscle, and it's just the extreme, right? It's the way end of the spectrum. I'm not doing any cardio at all. It's the opposite end. And really the balance is somewhere in the middle. You don't want to completely avoid it because of the health benefits, but you don't want to overdo it because of the bad things it can do to your body. Now, how do you find that balance? How do you focus on what you want to focus on, but still stay health, still stay healthy? The answer to that is conditioning. I like to make the differentiation between cardio and conditioning, and I'll try to simplify that in this section of this episode. Cardio, I see when someone says cardio, I think of it as mindless, right? These are just things that are attached to the word. Now, cardio, I think of mindless activity. You're a hamster on a wheel. You're just pounding away at your joints at a certain activity. Yes, this can be meditative, but it can also be boring as heck. Cardio can be unspecific, right? You're not training for something specific. You're just getting activity in. So you're sitting there on the elliptical just running for an hour. That's not really specific to an activity you want to get better at unless you want to get better running on an elliptical, right? You're not really improving certain things. Like if you're an athlete, a football player running for an hour is not going to do a lot of good for a football player because their activity is you know, 10 seconds at a time. It's very fast. It's explosive. You want to be an athlete. You want to be explosive, powerful, and in good shape. And just running for hours isn't really going to solve that. When I say conditioning, I want you to think of, instead of cardio, think of doing conditioning. Instead, conditioning is higher intensity. You're going hard. You're doing intervals. You're pushing the limits of your body to get in better shape. It is cardiovascular activity, yes, but don't think of it as just doing cardio. You're conditioning your body, getting in great shape. It's specific, right? It's for your sport. If you're doing a sport, you're trying to get better at that in better shape for your sport. If you're just an average guy, maybe you're, like I did that question about obstacle racing. Conditioning would be you know, running a short distance, doing an obstacle, taking a little rest, running a short distance and repeating that over and over again. You're conditioning yourself for a sport or for an event, just trying to get in better shape that way. You're not just mindlessly pounding away at something. It's a great differentiation to make. Think of conditioning instead of cardio and, you know, you're going to be one step closer to getting in better shape and avoiding the negative things that cardio can bring. And it's time for Stuff Jordan Loves. Stuff Jordan Loves. One of my favorite parts of each episode where I talk about something I love uh, right now. So I'm talking about conditioning. I'm talking about cardio. I'm going to get into in the next section conditioning equipment, how to do your conditioning work. And I want to talk about one of my favorite tools, something I think everybody should have in their gym bag or at home, and that is a jump rope. That's my stuff Jordan loves today, just a simple jump rope, no specific brand to refer you to, but there is one specific thing about the rope that I want you to get. Now, first, I will explain some more about jump roping, but great activity, 
Boxers do it. They're in great shape. I mean, jump roping's hard. It's a skill to learn, but it's a great exercise. You can definitely get some high-intensity work with jump roping. And the thing that I want included in every jump rope, so if you're going to purchase a jump rope, make sure it has bearings, okay? The bearings are going to help the rope spin faster. They're going to reduce the fatigue in your shoulders, which you don't want, right? You just you want it to work your conditioning. You don't want it to work your shoulders like a bunch of little lateral raises in a rope. You want the, that rope to spin fast and easy, and bearings in your rope is going to do that. There's a lot of brands that have bearings in their handles of their jump ropes, but I recommend you look into this. If you're going to get a rope, make sure it's one that has those bearings in the handles so the rope spins more freely. That's my stuff drone loves today. Simple and short, just your classic jump rope. Get good at that skill. You might feel like you're no good at it. You might feel like it's too hard or you don't do that. You might feel like a little schoolgirl. Forget all that, right? Just learn the skill and reap the benefits of a great conditioning tool. Stuff Jordan loves. Workout Wednesday. How do you do conditioning work? How do you focus on conditioning instead of mindless cardio and how do you focus on the good parts of cardio instead of the bad number one i like to prescribe to people is intervals right so you're not just mindlessly pounding away at something not steady state you're doing intervals so kind of undulating the intensity through your workout i guess you could say this could be done with weights running jump roping boxing anything and Basically, what I mean by intervals is just a period of work followed by a period of less work or complete rest. For example, let's use running because it's the simplest example. You sprint for 200 meters and then you take a little rest. You walk 100 meters, sprint for 200 meters, walk 100 meters, and you just repeat that 10, 15 times. That's a great workout. You're going to get more conditioning done in a shorter amount of time, which is eliminating a bad thing about cardio. And it's definitely explosive and it's definitely, it's actually anaerobic instead of, it's instead of catabolic, right? So you're not, you're not eating away at your muscle. You're actually building muscle with these hard intervals. You can do that with anything. Maybe you're jump roping like I just talked about and stuff Jordan loves. Jump rope hard for a minute, take a little rest, catch your breath, jump rope for another minute. You could even do this by songs, have your headphones in or a song playing on the stereo So you jump rope hard for a whole song and then you take a rest and then you jump rope another song. You just go through, you know, five or six songs and you got a great workout in. That's a nice, easy way and low stress way to do your conditioning. Also, I would suggest doing your conditioning after your workouts. So you've already fatigued your body with weights, for example. So you did your weights workout. You did, let's say you did legs right? So you worked your squats, you worked your lunges, you worked a bunch of leg exercises, got a great workout in. Now, if you have time, add in a conditioning session at the end. It could just be a short finisher. 10 to 15 minutes is all. Do something probably opposite of the body part that you worked. So if you're doing legs, like that example, do something with your upper body. Box, do uh, you know, swing some battle ropes, do some kettlebell work, do that. Don't sprint after your leg workout. This is going to fatigue your legs more, but get your conditioning in when your body's fatigued. Think about a basketball player. Fourth quarter, right? Just watched the NCAA championship the other day. That fourth quarter, when it really comes down to it, you know, right? The last two minutes of the game, you want to have your conditioning on point and you want to be able to 
perform well when you're tired and that's what conditioning does it performs it helps you perform well when you're tired and it gets you in better shape so it's definitely easier to get those effects if you're already tired from your workout and then you can work hard in your conditioning session another thing i would tell people to do is to use high intensity techniques and equipment this could be intervals uh tabata protocol which is like 20 seconds on 10 seconds off and repeat that 10 times short workout but highly intense and then use equipment that helps you get this intensity so not so not just running so you can get this intensity with you know boxing you're hitting a punching bag jump roping like i just talked about um maybe you're sprinting like the track example i use with 200 meter runs pushing a sled so like a prowler is a great tool um if you can if you have access to one a sled you can push with upright handles maybe you have a sled you can pull when i was in high school i would put a rope through the middle of a tire with a rim inside of it, throw a bag, 40-pound bag of salt on top of that tire and pull that around the yard, right? I would do sprints with that sled behind me. Definitely work for conditioning for basketball. And then my last tip is to make it part of your workout as you go, right? So you're not just doing separate conditioning, separate cardio. You're including it in your workouts. So maybe this just means reducing your rest time by 15 20 seconds if you're used to resting for a minute and a half reduce it down to a minute and you know heart rate's definitely going to spike up it's going to be harder on your muscles you're going to improve your endurance you're going to improve how good a shape you're in that's a great tip for just kind of residually improving your cardio and then do it throughout your day as well so if you're doing it during your workouts maybe you know you're going to park farther away from the store and have to walk longer take the stairs those examples i used earlier getting in more activity, playing a sport, and then making your workouts more of a conditioning tool along with the muscle gain. Now, quick note on that. If you want one way more than the other, so if you either want to be in really good shape or you really want to be very muscular, you got to pick one. You're not going to be able to maximize the benefits of one and the other one. So if you're shortening your rest periods, you're going to suffer in your strength gains and your muscle gain if you are really focusing on that muscle and strength gain you're not really going to maximize your conditioning so you might have to separate them in that point if you really want both of those goals if you know you want one over the other you want to be in better shape shorten your rest periods use the weights as a conditioning tool that'll really save you time and energy and then if you really want to focus on your muscle gain maybe separate conditioning do them on your rest days or do it after your workouts that'll do it wrapping it up for workout wednesday that episode flew by for me as i talked about that i feel like i went through a lot of information really fast if you have any questions on this topic about cardio maybe sample conditioning workouts specific questions for you for your body different things like that go leave a comment triplefpodcast.com or on social media fitness food and freedom on facebook you can leave any kind of comment and i'll answer it in a future episode do Q&A types episodes, and anything can be asked, so I'll answer anything. Thank you for everyone who's already left comments and for asking me questions. You're providing me with content, making it easier on me, and you get to hear what you want to hear. So definitely worth your time to go check that out, triplefpodcast.com. I'm Jordan Stoltz, and that'll do it for today's Workout Wednesday, episode number 29 of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Been consistent so far, almost 10 weeks. Uh, on Friday, we will hit the 10-week mark. Super proud and happy of that. 
Thank you for, for thank you for listening, everybody. Have a great rest of your week. Stay motivated. Hit the gym today. Work on your conditioning this week. I'll see you guys for Foodie Friday. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom. 